Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Empowered Conversations. I am so excited to be here today, and my wonderful guest um, is sitting in traffic, but <laughs> uh, had to go, uh, had to take her nephew to another family member, got wound up, stuck in an accident, but still wants to do the interview, so I'm about to bring her on, but let me tell you all about her. Her name is Cherie Gilbert Ramsey, and she is a a licensed psychotherapist and is the CEO of Georgia Psychotherapy and Wellness Services. She's also the CEO and co-founder of the Scholar Nanny Collective. That's really super cool. Cherie Gilbert, also known as the CSI of self-discovery, utilizes her 20 years in law enforcement and 14 years as a licensed psychotherapist to bring practical, real-world experience to her coaching, mentoring, and her speaking. It's the fusion of firsthand experience and knowledge of the human mind that led her to create her coaching platform, the CSI Experience. I can't wait to hear all about this. That involves the use of critical thinking and analytical skills to investigate and assist others in the journey of discovering their true full potential. So join me in welcoming Cherie Gilbert Ramsey. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> Are you home yet? Did you make it home yet? I'm not home yet, but we're going to make it do what it does. Yes, we are going to make it do what it does, girl. So tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me all about like, so how you transitioned, um, you know, from law enforcement um, and, and, and why? So first off, you know, tell me about what led you into the career of being, you know, in law enforcement. Well, at the age of 17, I actually joined the military. And when uh -huh. I got out of the military, I worked in corrections for a year. Okay. I worked in an all-male prison and I was responsible for 94 male inmates. Oh, wow. And so... One of the inmates came up to me one day and he was like, you know, I could, I killed my whole family. I, I, you, do you know that I really could kill you as well? You, you work, you're working in a prison with no, you know, you don't have a weapon, you know, cause when you work in a prison, you don't have a weapon. You don't have anything to protect yourself. Right. And, and I said, you know what? You're right. He said, if I was you, I would get into a profession where I could protect myself. I said, you know, you're right. And the next week I applied for, uh, police officer. Um, but that's not the real reason why I became a police officer. The reason why I became a police officer is when I was 11 years old, my father was shot by the police. He was walking through a neighborhood and an elderly lady, um, of course, she was Caucasian, but she called the police and she said she was afraid for her life that there was an African-American man walking through her neighborhood. And uh, the police came they asked my dad to stop. I guess he kept walking and he was shot in the back. He was unarmed and he did survive. But right. that really did something to me as a young girl, you know, knowing that the police who I looked up to because I saw the police in my school doing different programs, mm -hmm. you know, shot my dad and he was unarmed. So um, to me, you know, representation really, really matters. And so. I decided that when I grew up, I was going to make sure that I 
did something to give back to my community, to represent my community, to make sure that people know that, you know, those type of things are not okay. It's not okay to absolutely unarmed. So when the inmate told me that, it really got me thinking about how I could help because I really went into the prison to be able to help people. Right. And to be able to, and I and I figured that hey, if I get in this prison, I can help people. But just the reality of it is, when you're working inside a prison, a lot of those people that are in prison, some of those people you can rehabilitate, but a lot of people you know, have in their mind already that they're, they're, they're older than me. And so I felt like I could do more if I was outside working in the criminal justice system before people actually get into the system. Absolutely. Changing or cultivating the right mindset that keeps them from taking upon the action that's going to send them down that road. Absolutely love it. So there was a real passion and a heart set, um, heart centered uh, mindset behind behind it. Right. It, and I, I, believe it or not, I actually uh, my family was kind of disappointed in me for becoming a police officer only because I and work at the actual police department where the person who shot my dad worked. Mm-hmm. And I actually worked alongside the same officer who shot my father. And so So I, have you ever did you ever ask him why he shot your an unarmed man? Why I did he did. do that? I did ask him that and he told me because he was a he was actually older than I was and you know I started working when I was so that was probably about 10, 15 years later. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of said he didn't remember. He kind of played it off. Like he don't, he doesn't remember the like the circumstances behind everything that happened. But I basically told him that I forgave him and mm-hmm. that I was there in mm-hmm. that police department to make sure that, you know, officers know that that type of thing was not okay. And that, you know, to get to know, you know, all people of all races, Right. And to teach people not to be afraid of someone because of the color of their skin. You know, and it's not that it's it's not just not okay. Like it's beyond fathomable that somebody would even have the mindset to. In essence, he was trying to take your dad out. Yes. Like, so did your dad uh, suffer any, re, uh, like any, like uh, negative, like uh, repercussions from, from the bullet wound? I mean, was, was he paralyzed? Is he, or. No, my dad actually is okay. Good. As a matter of fact, he was supposed to come for Thanksgiving. But <laughs> no, that's, yeah. My dad is okay, but it did, it did pierce um, him from the back and it, and it was really close to his heart. So he could have easily easily died um but it was a it was a learning experience for not only him but for me and I think it it catapulted my you know desire to be you know to be to do more to be more absolutely and you know that is you know tying your your fervent passion to your why we all have that we all have these experiences that that like literally transformed something within our heart that told our mind that there's you know you i've got to make a difference 
And right. I love that you've made that difference. So tell me about trans, you know, transposing from being a law officer. Are you now? Are you still a police officer? Um, and you do your coaching on the as well, or have you transitioned from being a police officer and now you're you're doing one the coaching one hundred percent of the time? Well, in order to answer that, when I was when I was a police officer, I, I'm not a I'm a certified police officer still. Okay. But I don't actually, I don't actually work in the field anymore. I actually teach police officers. So okay. um, I am a post certified instructor, and I teach police officers how to deal with the mental ill. I teach them de escalation techniques. I teach. I was a hostage negotiator, so I teach them um, how to de escalate, how to talk. I teach verbal judo. I teach something called tactical empathy. Um, so I teach officers how to talk to people, how to deal with people. Um, how to de-escalate situations by just using their words without having to use, right. you know. Their words. Oh, I absolutely. And so, and so, while I was a police officer, I really got interested in why people, the, the motivation behind why people commit different crimes, the motivation mm-hmm. behind why people do some of the things they do, and so that led me to go back to school for psychotherapy, and so. Um, for a long time, I did both of the jobs together. I mean, not together, but I did psychotherapy on the side. I have a private practice on the side. And then I did um, my police work during, you know, full time. But um, just recently, I transitioned and now I'm doing psychotherapy full time. And I actually teach law enforcement officers. I also work as a professor in the college and I teach criminal justice. So. That is so, that is so. And so you were able to combine all of that training and all of that, like, and as well, life experience into empowering others through, you know, to be a better version of themselves. I absolutely love it. So I see that I've got, I've got some viewers, I've got eight viewers, but I'm not sure um, because I I broadcast the three different platforms. So I have no idea where these uh, viewers are coming in from, but if you're able to um, put in the chat where you're, where you're listening from. And if you have any questions for Sharif, post those in the chat. And if we don't see them through whatever platform I'm, you know, broadcast on, then we'll go back and answer. So, um, so tell me about like uh, I love your CSI. Tell me about like where you came up with that name CSI. I, I mean, obviously I know, but you know what I'm saying. Like that's so um, cool. I the CSI coaching experience because I actually utilize my police experience along with my psychotherapy experience to create it an experience for my coaching platform. Right. Um, a lot of people come to me and they might tell me. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want to do. A lot of a lot of my clients are in transition. They may have lost someone due to death or they may have be going through a divorce or they may um, have something traumatic happen in their childhood. And a lot of these things affect us as adults and they affect our choices. And not only I'm sorry, not only who we are, but who we who we're going to become, what we're going to do in life. And so just like I told you the story about how my childhood affected the, you know, my choice to become a police officer. We always tell people, um, I, when I first started teaching, I always told people, you know, don't look at the rear view mirror. Always look in the windshield because don't look behind you. But I teach people in my coaching platform that your path is a stepping stone into knowing who you are. 
knowing mm-hmm. what your motivation, knowing mm-hmm. why you do certain things that you do as an adult. It's a direct link to who you are now. And so I utilize, I've had people come to me and say, I, my dad, I don't know what I want to do and who I am because I don't know who my dad is. Mm-hmm. And so right. believe it or not, I actually do private investigation work and I go find people's family members and I talk to them and I find out things that they need to know to be able to move forward and move right. on and be who they are to live in their true potential. But a lot of times we have missing links mm-hmm. and we, we need to know different things about our past in order to, mm-hmm. to become who we really need to be. And so I utilize right. my investigation experience. I utilize my experience as a hostage negotiator. I utilize all my experience, in, especially as a psychotherapist, to, yes. you know, make people aware of who they are and, and mm-hmm. what emotions are driving them to do certain things. Absolutely. What do you not do? <laughs> uh, do you fix the kitchen sink? <laughs> I do a little bit of everything. I bet. Golly, I love it. I love you. You're, you're so, this is such an empowering story. Um, it's such a story of, of not necessarily triumph, but just perseverance through this, again, this passionate, heartfelt why of wanting the best, of wanting people to be the best they can be. Because it's like, you know, hurt people hurt people, happy people don't. Right. And the more self aware, the more yes. you know about like, 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 you know, we're so like-minded in what we do, you know, for others and, and cultivating that deep sense of self-awareness. So it ties to your why, because everybody has a why. Everybody should know what they want and why they want it. Yes. And yes. wow. Just make, you know, just making the world a better freaking place. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I- and another thing I do in my CSI um, coaching experience is I help business. I teach business people as well. I teach business people how to, uh, I teach them how your unique, how to create your unique fingerprint. And a lot yes. of that has to do with emotional intelligence. Like you said, it's about, it's about knowing about yourself because you can't, you can't help other people in, in whatever job, especially you're in a service job. You can't mm-hmm. help people until you know more about yourself because you, what you do directly drives Mm-hmm. Drives your um, motivations, drives, you know, the way you handle people, the way you talk to people, the way you perceive things. And so um, just like you, I, I, I'm in really into self-discovery. Like I call myself the CSI self-discovery because that's my platform is to help people find out more about themselves. Yes. And sometimes we find out more about the people around us in order to find out more about ourselves. Absolutely. And when you do that, so you can't expect, am I echoing? No. Okay. You can't expect someone to be something and do something that you're not willing to be and do for yourself. Yes. And, you know, you know, so many want to, uh, you know, always be pointing the finger, pointing the finger, it would be, you know, victim, victim, instead of going within and figuring out what it is that they, you know, how it is they're showing up yes. and, what, what, and what they're attracting, manifesting in their life based upon how they're showing up. Right. And I especially love to do that, especially when I teach police officers, because, mm-hmm. you know, we used to have something called POP. Mm-hmm. We call that pissing off the police. And the, and what that is, is 
I teach officers to do a self check before you go on duty. Before you, we, we teach officers before you even get out of the police car. You need to know if you're going to write that ticket before you even get out because what that person says to you, if they trigger your emotions, if you have something going on at home, those will determine whether or not you give that person a ticket, whether a fight ensues, whether you um, get into a disagreement with the person. All of that comes into play. But if you know before you get out, whatever, no matter what this person says to me, no matter what happens on the stop, I'm going to write this ticket or I'm not, right. then you it won't it won't affect you as much. But it's more about learning who you are and what affects mm -hmm. you. And of course, what, what happens inside of you affects everyone else around you. Absolutely. And, you know, I love what you said about, and you've said this throughout, about what you're doing for these police officers. So these police officers can actually do what it is that they're being paid to do, which is serve and protect our community, our entire community, all people, and not be triggered, like you just mentioned, by something based upon having a bad day or something that made you upset or angry. And you're going to take it out on this person that you're supposed to, the reason you have that job, the reason you chose to have that job is, so, is, is, to, is to serve, serve, others and protect them uh, your, your work is is so so incredibly needed with, especially with everything that's been going on past yeah you know what i'm saying yeah um i mean we could we could sit here and talk all day um but it's it's eq emotional quotient is is so much more important than iq Big time. Yeah. How yeah. how you handle yourself and your emotions. And that's not to say that, you know, that, that you're perfect just because you have a higher level of emotional quotient. Because, I mean, I can blow a gasket. I can lose my shit. I can act nuts. You know, but it, but it's still, you know, understanding it, the value in knowing who you are. Right. Regardless of that, your profession. Yeah. And not only that, teaching them, teaching people about reflection. Yes. Okay. Okay. So how did, okay. We had this stop. How did it go? Mm -hmm. What did yeah. I done differently? Oh, I felt what, what happened in your body? Did you feel your heart racing? Did you, what did you notice about yourself? How could you have handled things differently? How could you deescalate that situation differently? How could you have um, talked to that person in a different way? Um, what let's, let's talk about outcomes. How could have had, how could the stop happen? occurred differently if you had said this or if you had done this so it, it's it's teaching just emotional like you said eq and it's, it's about um just making yourself be a better person it's not about right. all of us have emotions absolutely yes it's, yeah but it's about learning you know self-discovery is an ongoing process it's probably the, the most important thing you'll do in life because it's an ongoing process you're forever going to learn new things about yourself, but what do you do with that information? Mm -hmm. Is the question. I agree. So I, always, I always ask people this question: You can't live in your emotions. Emotions mm -hmm. is a stepping stone. You uh, emotions. You can't live in your emotions. So either you want emotions or you want progress. You can't have both. Oh so my God! I love that. That that is that is a. Um, that is a postable moment. You can't, what, okay, you can't, you either have your, say that again. I'm going to put that in the chat. Oh, and hello. Some, someone just, um, Linda Jordan, she popped on. She says, hello, Stephanie. Hey, Linda, so glad that you jumped on and joining us today. So say that again. I want to write that in the chat. 
That was you can either you can either have emotions or progress, but you can't have both. You can either um, have emotions or progress, but you can't have both. I want you to think about it. Bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. When they're when they're lifting weights and they're getting to that point of exhaustion, it hurts and they're screaming. If mm-hmm. they stop, if they stop right there where it hurts, they'll never build that muscle endurance. They'll never build those muscles that they want to build because right. they're giving up. It's at the point where you feel those emotions that you have to push past those emotions in order to see the progress. So that's where the work starts at the emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you can't live in it though. You can't stay there. You have to push past those emotions because at that point is where the real real work begins. The real progress begins. Absolutely, that is, and you and you mentioned that um, it's a lifelong process. It's not it's not just reading one self help book or one group uh, or one book on personal growth or going to one seminar. It is a lifelong progress uh, or process of self discovery. And you know, I love yeah. to say I'll be on it till the day I'm not no longer physically on this earth. You know, there's so Me much too. more to discover. Um, it's not about being perfect. It's about being just the best and highest version of yourself. Yes. Tree, I'm yes. loving all your gold nuggets. You've you've really given us so many gold nuggets today. Now, tell everybody. I know you've got you've got a, a special offer that you've got going on. I want you to tell all my people what you've got going on. Well, I'm going to give it to Miss Stephanie to um, post in the group later on. But I am giving out a thirty. 30 minute discovery session. Yes. To the first 20 participants who contact me. And I'll Miss Stephanie will be dropping those in the um chat later on. I am doing that to reach out to We'll receive. I'm just putting this in the chat and then I'm all we'll put the links in just a second. Uh, or when okay. we were doing uh, a, uh, oops, she, she, hold on. She left us, but I'm, I'm sure that was an accident. So guys, the first 20 people to reach out to Cherie, and I'm going to have links uh, in the chat uh, in a few minutes on how you can reach out to her. You're going to receive a free 30 minute strategy session. And that strategy session, I'm sure, just based upon everything that she's been sharing, is going to be at that discovery call. You know, uh, you know, figuring out what you want and why you want it, and you know, and how her methods, her method methodology, will be able to help you achieve your biggest and best goals and be in your highest and best self. Because that's what it's all about: being our best selves, and then. You know, that permeate or like, like, like just spreading like wildfire to other people. There she's back. She's back. There you go. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry about that. No, girl, don't don't apologize. It, it, you know, I'm so, I'm just happy that you're here, even though you're stuck in traffic. Um, we have a free strategy call. And I was telling them, you know, kind of in my words, but I like that what the call would be about, like, you know, discovering themselves and yes. and. Yeah, but you you go ahead and you you tell us in your words what that that little that thirty minute strategy. Well, I, well, I call about. my thirty minute um, session a discovery session, and but basically what this is is like Miss Stephanie said, it's a strategy call. It's a, it's a discovery mm-hmm. call to figure out 
where you may need assistance, where you need help in, in becoming, you know, who you want to be or or to or reaching that true potential. And that's in life and business. So because I work with business people as well as people who want to have better relationships. So emotional intelligence is is great for relationships, not only in, you know, personal relationships, but also business relationships. So mm-hmm. a lot of people come to me and say, I don't get along with my boss. Hey, can can you help me, you know, be able to get along better with my boss or or I, I, you know, me and my husband, you know, we we sometimes get into these arguments and we don't know how to communicate with each other. So I'm here to help you discover more about yourself, make you a better person. So you can just spread that love around to the people around you as well. Yes, Shri, yes. I love it. Well, girl, I'm going to let you get back on the road so you can get home. You have a big Thanksgiving. Uh, it's Zoom with your family. I love that. It's gonna That's going to be so cool. I've, I've actually been loving all the Zoom calls the past eight months, you know, during it's the yeah, it really has. So. I've met so many wonderful people. And so, yes, I, I'm loving, loving the virtual world. I know mm-hmm. we're going to have to go back into the real world, but I'm, I'm, I love the virtual world. Right. Well, it's, it's like it's not necessarily going to go right back to where it was. Now, again, we have shifted this paradigm and how we're operating and living our lives. And so we're going to be bringing some of what we've yes. been doing the past eight months with us. And again, it's all for the better. It's it's all. Yes, it's we'll all be able right. to touch more people. We'll be yeah. able to, yes. to meet more people, meet people where they are. That's that's yes. that's. Because even my psychotherapy, I'm doing I'm doing psychotherapy online. So yeah. meeting people where they are. So that's awesome. And there, so there should be no excuses. There should right. never be any excuses not to take that next step in discovering who you are. So you can show up as your best self. Absolutely. Well, um, Linda Jordan said, What's the offer? Linda, did you did you see? I put it in the in the comments here. Um it's the first 20 people to reach out to Cherie will receive a free 30-minute discovery strategy call. Love it. Well, Cherie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, everyone, for being on Empowered Conversations. Uh, this was so much fun. And Cherie, you are just fabulous. You have just such incredible energy. I just love talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you, too. Oh, <laughs> Well, girl, you have a very happy Thanksgiving. Okay, you too. Yes. Bye, Cherie. Bye, everybody, and thank you again so much for joining Empowered Conversations today with my special guest, Cherie Gilbert-Ramsey. And everybody have a wonderful, wonderful turkey day. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Oh, real, real funny. Um, I can't remember. I think I was on a Zoom call last night with one of my groups, and we were all talking about, or maybe it was a meme I saw, like everybody feels like they got a wave at the end. (laughs) Whenever you left a meeting beforehand when you were in person, you didn't didn't wave. (laughs) See, here's a new way. Here's a new way of showing up and sharing and communicating with others. And, you know, and it is. It's like like, like a little, it's a unique little touch or a unique little term of endearment to wave. Bye, everybody. (laughs) All right, guys. Till next time, see you later in broadcast. Oops. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, Linda.